How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes, how we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And, of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? How we doing? It's been a minute. And, you know, I always like to use the phrase, if there's been, you know, too too long of a period of time between today's podcast and my last podcast, I'd like to say, can it be I stayed away too long? Did I leave your mind while I was gone? Well, I certainly hope not, as I borrowed a line from one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. And so I'm back. And how we doing? What's going on? As I said, I'm always, you know, excited and filled with enthusiasm and happy to bring you yet another podcast. As a matter of fact, let me, it's that time of year. Let me, let me be sure to wish you all a happy, healthy, and safe holiday season. Okay. And so with that said, what is going on? And, you know, for some, the holiday season is not always a good time, you know, because some of us are just feeling sad, maybe even depressed, and and other feelings that do not lead to some of us, you know, being able to, to enjoy the annual holiday season due to the fact that those they once spent these times with are perhaps no longer here with them. And so that, of course, for so many people during these times can make the holiday season a tough time to bear. Or, you know, sometimes the circumstances, your circumstances may have changed for a variety of reasons that may also preclude some of us you know, to to find that uh, socially acceptable, you know, level of joy and happiness that, you know, is expected of many during this holiday season. And, you know, and to that I say that's very unfortunate. And so whoever you are and wherever you are, please understand that this is just a short period of time, the holiday the holiday season that is, and before you know it, 
the holiday season will be gone and we'll, we will be back to life as normal. And so please hold on, hang in there. This is not a time to find things to be unhappy about and find ways not to enjoy your life, no matter what your circumstance, okay? I mean, just just for name's sake, by golly, give you a round of applause for tuning in, for just being interested in doing something and doing you. Yes, yes, indeed. That is for you, ladies and gentlemen. Just a little round of applause to show my appreciation and to help perhaps cheer you up during this holiday season. And so with that said, what is our topic for today? I think, you know, with the holiday season and sometimes with some of the um, not-so-happy feelings that some of us may have, you know, during the holiday season for many reasons and some of which I, you know, just previously mentioned. You know, I think this is a good time, you know, just to do a a, a, a brief discussion, a short podcast about how to love yourself. Yes, Cause, because I, I think if we... And we can just find that focus, that find that reason, find that way to 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 learn how to love ourselves. You know, some of the some of the things that we feel bad about just might dissipate. All those feelings may be eradicated. And so, as I said, this is this is a time that we're going to just briefly talk about how to love yourself. And we'll see if that can help you. If not, you may be somebody you know get through the holiday season as they should. And so, as I was saying, as long as we are talking about some people who may not be experiencing the holiday season as they once did, you know, when Big Mama and Aunt Millie and Uncle Sam used to come around and make you laugh and tickle you and, and cook all that good food and all those other different scenarios, you know, all those respective, you know, family situations were probably once more abundant, you know, and I think this, then you know, more abundant than they are today. And so I think this is a good time to perhaps find some goodness in ourselves. And with that said, let's talk about let's talk about how to love yourself. Okay. So you know, as always, I have a, a quick story to tell you that really helped me evoke that self love you know, that I needed and should have had in into myself, into my life. And so as I recall years ago when I partied, you know, and I partied as a young cat in New York City, uh, you know, we partied every weekend, sometimes Friday, Saturday, and even on Sunday. Yep, it was like that back then. 
As a matter of fact, sometimes there were two or three parties on the same night, and we would make each and every one of those parties, okay? But my point here is really the real story that I'm, or the point I'm trying to make is that with all the partying I did, sometimes I experienced just a tad bit of self-doubt, should I say. Can you imagine that? Dr. Rob had some self-doubt. Yep, yep, yep. That's true. You know, uh, you know, I guess I could say it was, it was like a lack of true love for myself because I, you know, like what, what was happening is I allowed others like the women that I danced with or did not dance with at some of these parties, you know, because, you know, there were times when I would ask a girl to dance and then I could see some of them would like be sizing me up, looking at me, you know, in a way as if I was too short or not tall enough to dance with them. And so, you know, in that moment, I could feel, you know, their judgment. And at this point, I don't care about judgment now, but back then, you know, I could feel the the judgment, you know, and my response to some of those young ladies was like, listen, I do not want to marry you. I just want to dance because I like the song. You just so happen to be standing here doing nothing. And if I recall, this is a party. So I came to party. And so, you know, this was not a real big deal for me. But it was real for me in that I felt the rejection. And as a young person, that was one of my biggest pet peeves that I feared rejection. And so, you know, this was sometime dampened the good spirits, you know, that I would have while at the park. Not real bad, but it was, you know, it was a little sprinkling of, uh, you know, uh, dampening my good feelings, you know. You know, like, why I'm not tall enough to dance with her? Like, what's up with that? So, now, of course, that was totally my fault because nobody should be able to have that kind of power over me whereby, you know, I start to doubt myself because of being rejected a time or two when it came to dancing with a girl at a party. But I am human, at least I was at that time. And I was not always as, you know, I don't want to say strong, but for lack of a better word, I'll say I wasn't always as strong as I am today, as you know me as Dr. Rob. And so in the midst of things, I could see some of these girls making decisions not to dance with me because, like I said, because I wasn't six feet tall. And then I started, you know, as time went on, I started to think about that. And I realized, you know, that I I need not be concerned about my height because, you know, I learned also that some men are just tall and that's all. I don't care how many tall guys out there. Dr. Rob is a high-powered young man. And I'm, a, I'm as tall as they come, okay? Let me just say that. And so for the record, let me also mention 
that I've had my share of girls and dances with girls at these parties. Don't get me wrong now. It's just that there were times that, you know, would cross my my mind that how could I be, you know, judged at a party because of my height. I did not know that that was a thing. I didn't know height with women was a thing. You know, I guess I was naive, but I really didn't know it was a thing, you know. So I always thought as long as I was taller than my girlfriend or the girl that I asked to dance, that would be what it took to qualify for a dance. I had no idea in the 80s that women, you know, in the 1980s that women performed prefer tall guys to dance with or to be with in relationships. I'm thinking a man is a man. God damn. All right. And so, you know, I came, I came to learn if you don't dance with me, then it's truly your loss because I could dance and I was a great guy to be with as well. And so as time went on, not too much time, but time, you know, did pass. And I came to realize that one of the most important lessons of my life, which was to love myself. And ironically, my true love for myself was inspired by a song I used to listen to on the radio. It was a song by Whitney Houston, which was entitled, The Greatest Love of All. And, you know, just a verse from the song, you know, the song goes, The greatest love of all is to love yourself. And for me, That song turned it all around. That song was the answer to the lack of my total self-love. Because, see, I had the the love, but I just wasn't aware of it. So it it wasn't at the optimum levels that it should have been at that time. You see, I always felt good about myself, but I'm not sure if I loved myself the way I should have at that time. And I guess I really, as a young man, I just really didn't even know what self-love meant. As a matter of fact, at that time, I didn't even know what self-esteem meant. I didn't know that self-esteem or lack thereof would, you know, was a thing. And today I know that self-esteem or lack thereof, the lack of self-esteem is a real thing. And so for the record, you know, I want I just want to say that I always had a good feeling about myself, yet I'm not sure that I truly understood the importance of loving myself. And as I understood that, you know, well, let me just say this. As I understood that, you know, I had a, a, a better understanding of, What it was, you know, when I was trying to love somebody else, like if I was in a relationship with a girl, a young lady, you know, it was my focus to, you know, to, to try to love her and to, and to, and to do the things to help her come to love me. That was my focus as a young person. And that did not include any specific thought, you know, for me, you know, intentionally, Loving myself, so to speak. So I never did not. It wasn't a time that I did not love myself. What I'm saying is I just didn't have 
the mindset to know that, hey, you know, loving yourself is so important. Because, as I said, I spent much time trying to love somebody else. And with that said, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and we'll pick up the discussion on the other side of the promo. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. Okay, welcome back. Yes, indeed. Please go to my website and learn more about what I do because I have some social emotional learning programs that I will be rolling out this spring. And whoo, I think, I think, you know, they say one man can change the world. One man, one woman can change the world. And I'm just going to, to say, I'm looking forward to the spring and rolling out my programs. So, Check me out when you get a break in action. Go to my website, www.relationshipreadiness.org. Okay, with that said, let's get back to our discussion about how to love yourself. And so as I was saying, you know, I think back then, I may have taken my own self-love for granted, and I may not have fully understood what self-love meant as far as, you know, I was concerned, as far as life is concerned. However, one day, and I had been listening to this song for a while, you know, over time, but it it just so happened that one day after listening, you know, to the song, by Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. I began to look at myself differently, and the idea of loving myself became more paramount, and it became a subject of interest to me. And so this is a true story. What actually happened to me in terms of my transformation to self-love and being more aware of its significance, one day I... I looked into my, I was in my room, I think I was studying, I was working on my master's degree, and I I just decided to look at my wall, it was like a, a feeling, you know, a church person would say I was filled with the Holy Ghost, if you will, and so with that, I, I looked into my wall mirror that was on the wall in my bedroom when I lived, you know, as a single man in the Bronx of New York. And I, you know, while looking in the mirror, I said to myself, I said, now listen here, Robert T. Gardner Jr. 
you are not going to get any taller. The height you are is all that God gave you. I said to myself, you know, I do not have a muscular body frame, you know, but I I can fix that if that's what I want to do. I can fix that or change that, if you will. I don't want to say fix because I'm not broken, okay? You know, and I and I have a, a little gut, and I I have a gut today as well. And with with all that, you know, I'm looking at what one could consider as, you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to say deficiencies. I'm just going to say if you want to look at yourself in a negative way, you're going to see yourself in a negative way. But what I did was just try to assess, you know, my physical attributes. And and so I realized with all of that that I still have lived a wonderful life. I have done wonderful things in terms of accomplishments, achievements, and most of all, there is nothing wrong with me. And that's what I really realized. If I'm not too tall, hey, like I said, some some men are just tall, and that's all. And so... As far as I'm concerned, the greatest love of all is to love yourself. And I made that decision to do that on that day. And that is exactly what I do. And as I said, that is exactly what I did. And it has been a tremendous evolution for me to realize the true value of self-love. And that is why every day I feel blessed, filled with joy, enthusiastic, and excited about life and your life too because I'm here with you to inspire your thoughts and feelings to be all that you can be when you learn to love yourself. Are you feeling me? Yes, indeed, because you do have to learn it. I mean, you could have that that snap thing and just say, hey, I'm choosing to love myself. But still, you you know, you got to work on it. Treat yourself good. Get, do some self-care. Buy yourself nice things. Or, you know, go on hikes, walks, invent, create, produce, whatever you do to feel good about you that would make you love yourself more. By golly, just do it. Okay, just do it. And now, you know, the interesting thing about loving yourself is that you cannot, that's right, I said it, you cannot love someone else if you do not first love yourself. And so, if you do not know what love looks like, and you do not know what love feels like, then you cannot extend that emotion, that love, that feeling to another person on a consistent, steady basis in the way love should be given and received by another. Facts. Okay, those are facts. And so the reason why I say that, because I I just want to stress that it starts with you. It's focus on you. And so during this holiday season, 
Focus on yourself. Give yourself the love, care, and attention you need to fulfill your needs and embrace your holiday experiences from the past, not in a way that makes you feel sad, but in a way that makes you feel glad. Because you spent those times with people who intended to show you happiness and joy during those holidays and family moments. And now it is your turn to spread the happiness and joy to others beyond your family, but also to yourself. As your loved ones who are no longer here, they would not want the holiday season to be a bad time for you. No, no, hello, Dr. Rob, to earth, they would not want this to be a bad time for you. And so, quite frankly, I'm going to say stop making it a bad time in your life. Stop making the holiday season a bad time. Who plans to be sad? Who plans to... To, to, to make a decision that because it's the holidays, well, I, you know, I just cannot find a way, you know, to feel good because, because, you know, 15 years ago, my aunt Maggie passed away and she's not here. No, no, we're not doing that. You should not do that. I will not do that. Your aunt Maggie would want you to go on and enjoy and embrace the good times. Not only that the holiday season has to offer, but life in general. And so I'm going to say it again, quite frankly, Stop making it a bad time in your life. It is just what it is considered to be the holiday season, and it will be over before you know it. And so enjoy as you know it and continue to to strive to find ways to realize that the greatest love of all is to love yourself. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And most of all, you be happy too. Remember, happiness is a choice. Choose happiness and see how things turn out for you. And on that note, I'm going to say I dare you to choose you. I dare you to focus on you and choose happiness and see what happens. I'm going to leave it right there for now. I wish we could talk about this more, but I got to go. And so until the next time we meet, stay up, stay focused, keep the focus on yourself, and don't hurt nobody. I'll talk to you later. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. 
To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.